0: Lord, we love you because you loved us first, and we exalt you, my heavenly Savior, because your love is never failing in our lives. Our prayer, even as we still continue to ponder upon your love and the fact that you, Lord, have purchased us with your precious blood and not with gold and silver, we pray that you'll help us to be completely focused on you and you alone in your power and in your glory. Because you alone are God. You love us and you care about us. Teach us in this Lent season. Teach us, even as we seek you, King of Glory, to love you and to transfer all our legacies from our old lives and from a life focused on the devil and selfish living and to a life that glorifies you in everything that we do. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed and believed. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> a Blessed, blessed, wonderful day, my dear friend, wherever you are. And I would like to um, invite you to our second day, or day two of 40, of um, what we've called the Sold Out to Christ uh, series. This is what we have for this Lent season, this year, Sold Out to Christ, and uh, we did our first series yesterday, and we talked about it. We are basically saying that we are entirely sold out. Our main theme is in uh, Acts chapter 20 and verse 24, where Paul says that his life counts for nothing if he compares it to the great, great. A commission of him preaching the gospel of the grace of christ now today we want to look at a switch of allegiances we want to look at a theme entitled a switch of allegiances now if christ bought us if he purchased us then that means that we've gotten to switch our allegiances from um, what we used to consider priority to him and him alone <clears throat> now what could bring this out is a a consideration of, um, you know, a a, a meeting between um, exes, uh, you know, like a girl switches to a new boyfriend, and um, the new um, boyfriend finds her again giving a lot of, you know, attention to the ex. You usually hear those kind of things. I think the new boyfriend would have a concern, would really have a serious point. Why do you keep chatting with your ex? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm simply asking, why. if you love me, why do you keep chatting with your ex? Why do you send him all these messages i mean why are you still in touch if you really really love me why are you continuing with this particular person why uh, for god's sake why would you do why would you do that so friends when we switch allegiances and we come to christ jesus when he has purchased us from our old husband who is the devil himself and we come to him we are demanded to offer him all our allegiance and friends uh, that is what we have today, and our theme is entitled A Switch of Allegiances. Uh, Colossians, Colossians, 1, uh, 13. Colossians one thirteen is our theme or is our passage of focus this morning. Colossians one thirteen. and it reads, he says here uh, that, um, he has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son He loves. You hear that? He has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of He loves. You hear that? He is saying he has transferred us from the domain of darkness. Domain coming from um a coming from you know a a position of authority and subjugation in other words what uh, paul actually means here is that prior to our our coming to christ jesus we're under uh, the dominion of the devil we're under the dominion of another master and when the lord came and he purchased us because it wasn't free he purchased us we 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 transferred our allegiance or our subscription to a new master and that is christ jesus the difference is that the old master or the devil basically subjugated us under slavery but now even if we come into a slavery under christ it is a good one it is a slavery of righteousness like we will be seeing very soon in um, Romans chapter six. Very soon we are going to see that, friends. My point is simple: as we think of being totally sold out to Christ this Lent season, it comes with a demand of allegiance. We transfer our allegiance, our subscription, our submission, our everything to a new master, Christ Jesus. And this new master, uh, submission to him, basically is for our own good. It is for our own good. When you look at Ephesians uh, chapter two you get to realize that all of us at one point were under the subjugation of the devil Uh, that is what you get to realize all of us all of us except none all of us were under the subjugation of the devil but the lord comes and he redeems us and i'm going to show you the way that he does it in ephesians 2 1 he says and you were dead in your trespass trespasses and sins in which you previously walked according to the ways of this world, according to the ruler who exercises authority over the lower heavens, the spirit now working in the in the disobedient. We too all previously lived among them in our fleshy desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts, and were by nature curren under wrath as the others were also. But God when you hear burnt, there is a, a change of focus. But God is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with the Messiah, even though we were dead in the trespasses. We were saved by grace. Together with Christ Jesus, he also raised us up and seated us in the uh, heavens so that in the coming ages he might display the measurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. The point I wanted to make there is the fact that we are under the dominion of the devil, we are under the dominion of sin, and we therefore walked in accordance with um, the pursuit of our own desires, which were essentially evil. When you look at the life that we used to live before coming to Christ, you did whatever felt good for you. Recently, I was watching um, a video, I think it was just yesterday, a video of a Ugandan girl that is in the U.S. that is uh, that is gay, lesbian for that matter. And she says, I do what I like, I do what I want, I have the money and it doesn't matter what happens. And this lady that was interviewing her, who was actually a journalist here in Uganda, but she has relocated to the U.S., she said, but were you this in Uganda? And she said yeah even then i was uh, this is what i was but she said i knew you to have had a boyfriend and the girl said yeah but even then i was dominant and i was using him and she said even in uganda i could simply have continued to do what i wanted why because i have the money and that is all it takes what and she said i was simply going to find a pastor pay them Bring them to my property so they could wed us, meaning celebrating a, a, a lesbian marriage or a gay marriage, that kind of stuff. So uh, this is what happens. People that are basically under the dominion of the devil get to do their will. What their will is, is what they pursue. That is what it is. But we do we no longer do what we want. You see? We no longer do what we want. That is what scripture teaches he, 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 that, that is what scripture teaches in galatians uh, chapter 5 and verse 15 and 16 he says that um um he basically says that um um uh, but if you he he says in 16 that i say then walk by the spirit and you not carry out the desire of the flesh for the flesh desires what is against the spirit and the spirit desires what is against the flesh These are opposed to each other so that you don't do what you want. You see that? Friends, I want to tell you, there are things that I would have wanted to do, and they are evil. I'm speaking my mind. There are things given opportunity that I would have wanted to do, even when I'm alone. But because I'm in Christ, even when I'm alone, I cannot do them. Why? Because I can't just pursue my will anymore, because I have Christ Jesus in my life as a friend, but also Lord and therefore, I cannot just do what I want at any one point. This is the point I'm making, my friend. There are things surely I would have wanted to do in terms of pleasure, in terms of of, of wealth, like getting wealth in terms of treasure and pleasure. You get that? I really, really, really uh, have gotten deals in life that I felt like I should go into this. But because of the relationship that I have with Christ, even when none of you knows in church that I pastor, even, even when none of you knows, even when Esther doesn't know, I've gotten opportunities of mercy. But simply because of who Christ is in my life, I find that I cannot do it, not even under duress, but out of a relationship. Friends, that is what it means to have allegiance. We transfer our allegiance from our old master and we give it to our new master, who is Christ Jesus' friend. This is the point that I'm making. In Romans uh, chapter 6, he refers to it as slavery, and I love it. I love it even when when you come to Christ, it is actually not slavery per se. It is one of righteousness and will. In uh, um Romans chapter six and verse, uh, look at verse sixteen. He says, "And if I do what I do not want uh, to, uh, come on." Uh, Romans six, Romans six, and verse sixteen. Look at what he says. Let me take it from fifteen. What then should we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? absolutely not don't you know that if you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves you are slaves of that one you obey either of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness but thank god that although you used to be slaves of sin you obeyed from the heart um, that that pattern of teaching you were transferred to and having been liberated from sin you became enslaved to righteousness you hear that i'm using a human analogy because of the weakness of your flesh for just as you offered the parts of yourselves as slaves to moral impurity into greater and greater lawlessness so now offer them as slaves to righteousness which results in sanctification for when you were slaves of sin you were free from listen to this you are free from from allegiance to righteousness so what fruit was produced when um then from the things you were now ashamed of for the end of these things is death but now since you've been liberated from sin and have become enslaved to god you have your fruit which results in sanctification and the end is eternal life for the wages of sin the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, and so on and so forth. The point here that he's making is, now that we've come to Christ, we pledge our allegiance to the Lamb. We pledge our allegiance. Allegiance, um, in, in its true sense, is um, uh, pledging your entire and total commitment, unconditional commitment. No matter what happens, you've pledged your commitment, and you're saying... I have basically turned to the Lord. No matter what happens, this is what I'm going to do. The new life in Christ basically means that you are purchased with a precious price which we are going to be looking at tomorrow, my friend. In First Peter 1 Peter 1.18, he teaches and he says that uh, remember when you came to Christ that we are not purchased with perishable stuff, want gold and silver, but we are purchased with what? With his precious blood. Look at verse 17 of first Peter, uh, chapter one verse 17. He says, and if you address as father, the one who judges impartially based on each one's work, you are to conduct yourselves in fear during the time of your temporary residence for, you know, that you are redeemed from your empty way of life, inherited from the fathers, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. Like that of a lamb without defect or blemish. You see that? So we are purchased with, we are going to be looking at that in detail tomorrow, with the precious blood of Christ painfully. And since he purchased us, therefore, we are called to offer him all our allegiance. And friends, uh, this is what it means. I'm reminded of what Ruth says in uh, Ruth uh, chapter 1 and verse uh, 16. He pledges when she was going to move with um, her mother-in-law, Naomi. She pledges and she says, your God shall be my God. Your people shall be my people. Where you die, I shall die. And we have a song to that effect. Where you go, I'll go. Where you go, you know that song? I'll follow you. I'll follow you. It's a beautiful song. I love it. Listen to what uh, Ruth replied to Naomi, who was adjuring um, her to remain forth in her land. And remember, Ruth was an Edomite. You know what that means? She had her own God. She had her own land. But she she chose to believe in the God of uh, Naomi, and she chose to follow her. This is what it means to switch allegiances. He says, but Ruth replied, don't persuade me to leave you or go back and not to follow you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you live, I will leave.'" Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. Friends, this is allegiance. This is commitment. And there I will be buried. May Yahweh punish me and do so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. She calls the God of, of Israel by his redeeming covenant-keeping name, which means she had completely switched her allegiances to the God of Israel. Remember, she had her own God. And friends, this is what it means. In our second day of um, Sold Out to Christ series in this Lent season, what is it that you have to drop and give up? in terms of allegiance, it is a call to a practical life friends if you've been drinking he's calling us to give up that kind of life if you had a boyfriend and you know it is wrong and we are having this illicit sex all the time you know there are these things that we do friend you know it is wrong but it is hard to give up god wants to work out his salvation in you such that he will help you to um offer him that allegiance. you you see that Uh, this is what and this is how it works this is how it works what is it that you're struggling with is it a habit that you've been struggling with you need to make a list somehow and tell him holy spirit this is what i need help about that is what i'm calling a pledging of allegiance unto the lord a switch of allegiances because before we came to him before we are purchased by his precious blood we were offering our allegiance to who to to the devil and to a life of profanity that we are living before in this Lent season what is it that you have to drop what is it that you have to drop um friends basically that is what i had today we shall look at the new life tomorrow as we are purchased by his precious blood we shall see that and how you're meant to walk there are things that you're meant to give up just like he says in ephesians 4:17. 17 onwards he says therefore i say at this and testify in the lord you should no longer walk as the gentiles walk in the futility of their thoughts friends, what is it that God is calling you to give up? This is my prayer for you as you pray for me as well. Father, help us to drop things that we've gotten to drop in this new life as we walk with you, as we pledge allegiance to walk with you, to give up our our profanity, our nothingness, our vanity, and all those sort of things, our booze, our drinking, our our immorality, our, our pornography, and stuff that you've been condoning and justifying in one way or the other, but you surely know that they are wrong. May the Lord tell Touch you and bless you as you pledge allegiance to a new and beautiful master that is willing to give you eternal life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.